Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Bold and Uncut with Brandon Clark, Lucas Watson, and Yo. myself, Hayden Webb. Uh, today's topic is going to be about prayer. Now, we, uh, we after some discussion, we decided that uh, prayer is pretty big. So uh, we thought maybe it would the way we could do it best service was to break it up into a two-part series. So today, uh, Brandon's going to lead us through uh, prayer part one. But before we kind of get into that... Um, I know Lucas, you got some stuff going on this week. So, what's some of the stuff you uh, you had going on? Oh shoot, what did I have going on? Dang, man. Um, well, I worked. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had going on this week. Is I just worked. Yeah, Dang, I thought I you. I thought you had some stuff going on with your dog. I thought you did some training stuff with your dog. Oh, Maverick. Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we're learning on how to walk with a leash right now. He yeah. he hates it every time. I put yeah. the, every time I put the leash on him, he'll like. Try to bite it, and then he realizes he can't get it, and so then he just flops down and lays there. Yeah, yeah, he don't like it. He, yeah, Milo, he's not crazy about it. Milo loves the idea of a walk until we pull out the leash. <laughs> yeah, he's got to have a walk. Well, dude, I think canines are just they just want to roam free, man. Yeah, they don't like to be held down. Mine just wants to bite all the time. Yeah, yeah, Loxy. Dude, I love here. your dog. We're gonna post all three dogs and we're on the Instagram account. By the way, we have an Instagram account, same title as the podcast, uh, Bold and Uncut. So go give us a follow. But we're going to post all three dogs eventually when we get more than 15 followers. And uh, and we're going to let you guys decide who's the cutest. Which I already I feel like I'll win. You and know, the winner wins a play date. A puppy play date. Puppy, the oh, winner who's wins paying for that? Are we paying for that for whoever wins that? <laughs> That's going to be our sponsors in case you want to. Yeah, we'll go through our sponsors real quick. Now, Bold and Uncut. My, my uh, wife said that it sounded like a type of coffee. I'm like, that that's fine. We love coffee. So we're all drinking it right now. So that's Gosh. fine. I couldn't, I couldn't start my day without coffee. I could, but like it wouldn't be good. Oh, yeah. I, enjoy, I, I enjoy coffee in the mornings. Only when it's cold, though. Like if it's hot yeah, yeah, outside, yeah. the thought of drinking a hot coffee in the morning <sighs> sounds rough. I'm still drinking it. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like waking up and just sitting on my couch and watching TV or something like that and just sipping coffee. Simple. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In yeah. the mornings, I literally, every, on my route, I, I save my coffee for right when I start my route and then I turn on either a podcast or some bluegrass and and drink my coffee. And then, yes, just bluegrass in the mornings. I think that's in Hebrew somewhere that bluegrass and coffee <laughs> oh, it's gets in you a, ready it's for it's in the, the book of opinions. Is that it's it? That's it. Opinions. Yeah, <laughs> chapter two. I love that, dude. It gets me in a, it gets me in a dang mood. Oh, yeah. Do we have a president yet? Or are we still hanging out? That, dude, that's a good question. <laughs> this yeah. has been a crazy week. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> Yes. This has been, there's never been a time in my life where I've enjoyed memes more than this week. <laughs> yeah. It's been the best week for me. I tell you what, I tell you what also in light of current events, what about a has there ever been a better time to have a discussion on prayer? Yeah, well, there you <laughs> go. You than this current week. I tell you, you what. Definitely praying for the you know what's gonna happen, but also praying for our attitudes because people are mean right now to each other. If people you haven't seen, mean, we're a divided man. nation. Dude, yeah. Seriously. I don't think we've ever been this divided. It's just people where if you don't agree with them, they're they're very rude to and I gotta pray about it with my, you know, bitterness inside too, just being not being so, you know, trying to divide each other. Yeah, so yeah. just trying to, you know, keep peace with everybody that you can. So I caught myself doing that this week. Yeah. Like I was looking at the election and everything. I'm like, okay, this guy might win. Now they're saying this guy might win. I'm like, man, if this one wins I'm going to be mad. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, dang, now I'm just like everybody else. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, let's try to see this from the perspective of the other guy and why mm-hmm. they want this guy to win. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that kind of helped me a little bit. Well, Something I still got to yeah. work on. Y'all pray for me about that. Yes. <laughs> well, it helped me. I just thought, you know, God's in control. No, nothing, whatever happens, it's not going to surprise him. So, yeah. you yeah. know, it's just kind of leaving it up to him. But yeah, praying about our attitudes for sure. Just kind of. 
looking at it a different way. Where is it at in the Bible where it says like, um, like God is in control of like the people who are in power? And all that kind of yeah, stuff. I mean he was you in control. I don't, I don't. There's. I mean I'm sure it's all over, but he was in control whenever Babylon took over. I mean that, I'm I'm doing a study right now. Or last week I was in Ezekiel, and the whole thing's about Ezekiel, Jeremiah. They're just crying out to the people, saying, "Don't try to fight against." Uh, Babylon, because it's in God's will that Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon take us over because we're being judged right now. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of like you know, and they're thinking we're God's people, so we we should be able to fight back. And and uh, Jeremiah and Ezekiel both tell them, no, do not fight back. This is what God wants. And they fought back, and Babylon wiped them out. So it's wow. just kind of looking at it that way. Just because who whichever president wins doesn't necessarily mean they're the most godly one, but that's the one that God wants in. And yeah, power for that time for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's comforting, especially yeah. now. Yeah, with everything. Yeah. Of course, going we on. could be like Jerusalem and get flattened. So <laughs> there's always that. <laughs> I tell you what, you uh, you actually been diving into a book right now about prayer, right? What's that book? That you've uh, been... John MacArthur's the author. It's called Alone with God. I posted it on the Instagram page. So once again, go give us a follow so we can have more than 15 followers. But yeah, yeah I just finished it. Um, yesterday and it's it was and uh, we'll uh we'll post that in the description below mm-hmm. uh on our podcast so if you uh you're interested in checking that book out mm-hmm. uh did a lot of good work for brandon me and lucas plan on diving into it here pretty soon um so if you want to check that out that'll be in the description below just anything john MacArthur. i just feel like he is he's he's older he's been around for a while but he is just so he's so wise like the word he knows the bible it seems like from back to front it just to me he's the modern day paul and uh I mean, just the way. He, I mean, he's he's kind of rough sometimes, but he, uh, but he's very gentle. He's been on Larry King show or what is that? Larry King is that the little where he does the interviews? Is that called Larry King show or Larry King yeah, Live Larry, or something? Yeah, Larry like King that? has done interviews. Yeah, he watched interviews with John MacArthur and Larry King. I watched a couple um, the other day, and it's just yeah, he's he's one of my favorite pastors. He's a pastor in California, but he's he's an awesome speaker. And in his book, yeah, that's the first book that I've read by him, and it was. It was good as well, but all right, so are we gonna dive in or what yeah, do you want to yeah, do? Let's dive into this. Uh, so prayer part one. Let's uh, let's hit it. Let's right. hit it. There's a lot, well, a lot to cover. There's a lot to cover. I guess you can start by the model prayers that uh, you know the disciples. You know when you when you think back to um, prayer in that day and time, it was kind of. I mean the Pharisees. You know uh, the way they looked at it, it was kind of a ritual. You know, it was like let's go out in front of people and say this little like a memorization almost. Mm-hmm so that we can be seen by man. And God plainly says, you know, in different parts of the Bible, you do it for men, that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get honored by men, but you're not going to be honored by me. You're not going to get any blessing from that. Your blessing is that praise from man or whatever, and that, you know, that doesn't last long anyway. No. So they were doing it as a way of it just kind of showing off. And, and even, you know, the fact that the disciples had been following uh, Jesus, you know, and then they come to him, they're like, what is prayer supposed to look like? Teach us how to pray, Lord. And uh, and this and the prayer he gives, it's not really saying the, you know saying this prayer. It's more of a pattern um, for like a structure of what your prayer is supposed to look like. And uh, so I'll just read through it. It's Matthew six um, verse nine through uh, thirteen. Our Father in heaven, and if you've played any sports, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that locker room prayer. Uh, yeah, that locker room prayer. And let's just run through this real quick, little ritual before we go out there. So God will let us win the game. That's exactly what what it's there for. (laughs) Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive those who 
who uh, are, are debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, so, you know, this is from that book I read. This is just kind of how he, like, summarized. This is just a little summary of it. This gets so much deeper than that. But Father is family devotion. Hallowed be thy name. Reverence. Your kingdom come. Shows loyalty. Your will be done is submission. Give us our daily bread. That's your dependence on God. Forgive us. Repentance. Don't lead us into temptation. That's your humility. Uh, yours is the kingdom. That's his triumph. Glory is uh, exaltation, and forever is our hope. So it's just kind of a little rundown. What did y'all get from if, when you read those? That's good because like all these little uh, details you put, like so, like father is like family, <clears throat> excuse me, family devotion, and then it's got reverence, loyalty, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that kind of goes into how I should view God as my father. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how our relationship works. Like so, like when I look at you guys, like I see, I see like um, like joy. Um, like a good thing in my life and like a people that I can go to and that I respect. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of helps me characterize my relationship with God mm-hmm. um, and how I should act and how I should view him instead of like, I think it's really easy when we pray to think about us. You know what I'm us. saying? Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? What'd but, you notice yeah. from that? It's but, all glory to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, I feel like that's just human nature though. Yes, because like, you know, what do you do when you're having when you going through something hard? Mm-hmm. You want to talk to God about it. Like, hey man, I'm going through this. Can you help me? Which is completely fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that's that's become our view and it's only part of the perception. Read that. that we sh- this right here? Um, By Amy Carmichael. And shall I pray to change thy will, my Father, until it be according to mine? But no, Lord, no, that shall never be. Rather, I pray the, what's that say, blend? The blend. Blend my human. My, my human will with thine. Sorry, I can't read. <laughs> I, just, I just think that's a good way to, that's the best me, way. I, that's, me, that's not a Bible verse. This is a quote from a woman, but yeah. just not, you know, like Lucas said, when we go into prayer, we focus on us. We're thinking, Lord, will you uh, give in to what I'm telling you to do? We mm-hmm. almost treat him like a genie. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah. Lord, let us let our will be like aligned with your will. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. You know what really pops out to me in that is the well, submission. Yeah. Part on submission. Mm-hmm. So how hard is that for you guys? Uh, for me, like the, the idea of, hey, go submit. Mm-hmm. Be submissive. Sounds yeah. just like... Are you kidding me right now? We want our will to be done. I want my will to be done. Yeah. You're exactly right. And uh, so that part really sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because every aspect in that, the family, the, uh, the the loyalty, the reverence, right, it's all a necessity. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the submission is the same necessity, it's part of that, right, mm-hmm. is just... That's mind blowing, and it's it's. I think for me personally, it's probably one of the hardest things to grasp. Yeah, is the necessity for the submission to the will of God. Well, I think what's so hard about it is like when you when you submit, like you're submitting your life, your point of view, your character, all of that. Like you're submitting to God, which sounds good, and you know, I think everybody listening would agree that that's something they want to do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's hard because when you submit, you're admitting like, okay. I'm leaving my trust in a being that I cannot see, but I can mm-hmm. feel him. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know what's coming next. And especially as men, like we like having control of our life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we have a plan. 
like you know if you got a family okay this is my plan how I'm going <clears> to <throat> excuse me provide for my family mm-hmm. um, and so submitting that and trusting that you don't know what's around the corner is hard mm-hmm. but everybody knows if you, if you if you've ever if you grew up in church you know that God would never lead you astray but sometimes it's just like <laughs> okay God like what's what are you where are you taking me right now because this doesn't make mm-hmm. any kind of sense and so it's like your mind's constantly like, oh, no, he wouldn't lead me. He wouldn't lead me astray. But that's so scary, though, because it kind of like that. It comes into the dependence, and you have to have the humility toward yourself to be able to submit. Yeah. When well, you look at I the think, first verse with father, I mean, that how does like it says, come to me like a child. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, you look at, like, when I think of Jansen, Ashley's little boy, that kid wouldn't make it a week by himself. He he just now learned how to wipe his butt. <laughs> I mean, you know, and just uh, and as men, like Lucas just said, you know, it's hard for us to to um, you know to think that we can't do it ourselves. We're you know we're men, uh, whatever, and you know uh, just and coming to him like that, submitting and uh, and you know just coming to him as uh, saying you know let your will be done and letting just total dependence on him. I tell you what, there's a verse that really sticks out uh, to me when we're talking about um, the. Let the will of the Lord be done. And it's uh, Luke chapter 22, verse 42. And it says, uh, saying, Father, again with the Father, you know, as the dependence of children. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Mm -hmm. For me, saying that with genuine feeling and genuine heart, please remove this cup from me and allow paraphrasing allow your will to be done please remove this temptation for me remove this um, promotion from me let me stay in this state so your will can be done let me stay steadfast in this prayer and allow your will to be done right so that one that one really sticks out to me as far as uh, talking about uh, the will of the will of the Lord in prayer, I heard something about um, as far as uh, God help me not to be so much focused on changing my circumstance, but changing my attitude in wow. the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's to, good. That's yeah, good. to see what you can do through this, you know. Mm-hmm. And He might be testing us. He might be testing the nation right now. Where's your faith, you know, or mm-hmm. or testing you when He gives you a sickness or something, giving you know faith that. And also that verse, you know, to live is. To live as Christ, to die as gain. You win either way. You, I mean, you die in that sickness, you're you're going to be with the Lord. If you make it through the sickness, Christ is to the glory. You know, you. you that's a really him. good perspective. That's, that's, that's a really, it's a hard perspective to have for us. Yeah, Super it is. Hard. And I think if 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 we all had that kind of perspective, that would take the the pressure off a lot of the hard things that this country is going through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Instead of like, because I think a lot of people nowadays are looking like God. Like, okay, are you even good anymore? I do have a question though about. Hayden, your verse. Okay. <clears throat> when it said, um, read, read it one more time. Read it one more time. All right, Luke uh, chapter 22, verse 42, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Do you feel like people use that last part as a crutch? Oh, for sure. When they pray? Because that, that... I do. I, I, speaking from a perspective of somebody using it from a crutch, I know I do. Yeah, it's like, it's like okay, guy, like, my wife has cancer... God, please remove this cancer from my wife, but your will be done. I think people say that 
as like, okay, just in case he doesn't or he can't. Mm-hmm. And I think, because like, I'll, I'll admit, when if, if I was in that circumstance and I prayed, there's going to be doubt in my mind that he's going to take that away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that he can, but I don't know if I believe that he will. And so it's like, what was it? And this is hard for me. This is really hard for me. Like in Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 3, verse 4, it says, We have this kind of confidence toward God through Christ. And it's uh, and then in Hebrews it says, and so dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. And so like, and there's other verses that talks about approaching the throne of God with boldness and confidence. And that's kind of been hard for me. I think I've had a handful of moments in my 27 years where I've boldly and confidently went to God about something like this is going to get done mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm His child and He's going to do this for me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just like, okay, well, what if he doesn't? Like, I don't know how his brain works. And so I'll use that as a crutch sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes when I am when I have a prayer and it includes, Father, your will be done, it's an indirect way of me saying, if what I just asked for doesn't happen, allow me the perspective and attitude that it's because you didn't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. so much... God, I'm asking for your will to be done. Mm. It's more of mm. allow me to be mm. okay with it mm. because it's your will. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like the indirectness and the uh, I know you've got some stuff on there about intentional and fervent prayer, and we've discussed a little about fervent prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the indirectness of the prayer um, takes away from the depravity of it a little bit. Because God knows that I'm not asking for his will to be done in that scenario. <laughs> he knows, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he knows that I know that, and yet I still ask, Yeah. Lord, let your will be done. Don't let me get that promotion if it's not your will. Just let me be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And it, it says, you know, so, a lot of the stuff, you, a lot like with the promotion, that's a job. So that's kind of a need, you know, and a lot of the stuff we pray for a lot of are wants. But as far as needs go, you know, it talks about seeking the kingdom first and he's going to take care of all your needs. You know, and, and a lot of times what we're praying for are selfish prayers, you know, little things that we want. We stay focused on so much physical and we don't worry about the spiritual. You know, when we think of blessing, what do you think of? Oh, he's he's rich. He's blessed. You know, God's blessing him. But but it even talks about it. it's hard for the rich to inherit the kingdom of God. But, you know, it's... Um, you know, not us focusing so much on physical blessings as much as divine spiritual blessings, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we tend to, to just stay focused on, and we're only just, we're just passing through this earth, you know, we're, yeah. and we stay focused so much on blessing for this earth. But let me, let me, let me show, share a quote that uh, Pastor Tim shared last Sunday. <clears throat> and this goes along with what you just said. Okay. It says, God is more interested in us discovering Him than discovering His will. And so it's like when you said, <clears throat> Excuse me, I got I got some drainage. When you said like when you're pursuing God and um, you get more concerned about what He wants than us, mm-hmm. I feel like this kind of is like the the prequel to that statement. Like God is more interested in us discovering Him mm-hmm. and His heart and what He wants for our life and what He wants for this world. And when we really get caught up in like discovering who God is and His character, then discovering his will is just it just comes like like second nature to yeah. them because like oh this is who God is oh this is what God wants and when you get into God and then you get into his will the things that you pray for 
will be a little different in the, in a good way. They're going to mm-hmm. align up with his perspective and his will, and then your will or your perspective. And what you want is going to line up with that. It's like a domino effect. You know, I think helps with that. The Holy Spirit in us kind of mm. kind of showing us the way. You know, Jesus is our mediator. But when whenever we're saved, the Holy Spirit comes upon us. And it helps us, you know, through temptation and stuff. But it also helps us with our prayer, I feel like. Mm. Um, uh, we see when we pray in the Spirit, we line our desires with God's desires. Um, it talks about your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Um but we just we don't know how to pray as we should without the spirit because it like it it intercedes for us almost mm-hmm. like it talks for you know it just kind of shows us what you know as far as what we need to pray a lot of times I yeah. feel like so what do you what do you guys think about um, the intentionality of prayer what are your views on that so sometimes we talk about <laughs> prayer and we say tucking your shirt. You know, you're speaking to the Lord of Lords. Ball cap off. Yeah. So, and then other times, you know, we're told, you know, come to Jesus as you are. Uh, speak plainly because he knows your heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah, being so, honest with God. So, what are, so let's, so let's talk a little bit about what do you, what do you guys view on that? What are your, what's the, as far so as explain, what? So, I think, I think it'd be good to explain your question before we go into the answer. Like, so, like, what do you um, mean by, what do you mean by, like, is it is there a right or wrong way to pray is there a right way to talk to god or is there a wrong and is there because there's a right way to talk to god and to speak to god that implies that there is also a wrong way to speak to god i don't know honestly i don't know i don't know if there is a right way i don't know if there's a wrong way i do know there is a way that works really really good and then when you throw other stuff in that, it mm-hmm. kind of dilutes it a little bit. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, okay, because where is it at where it says uh, um, you 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 guys are like uh, the sound of gongs going off, making a bunch of noise, <laughs> but like without love, like it means nothing, whatever. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's almost like, okay, like the model prayer that Brandon just wrote or read, you have that to go by, but then when you start throwing in um, um, people's per, uh, view of you, like okay, I'm gonna say this so I look good. Then it kind of guys just kind of like, bro, what are you what are you doing right now, man? You know what I mean? Come on now. Yeah. You know you know what you should be doing. Don't be doing that. Yeah. I tell on. you just to, just start praying. I feel like the more you talk to God, the more He's gonna show you things and almost show you how you should pray. So if you're new to the faith, wow. just start Come praying. On. Come just on. Just keep praying, and as you as you grow in God, your prayer will yes. align up more with His. So I don't oh, feel like goodness. so I just say if you don't know how to pray, just start praying. Just start talking to God. He hears you. And he's going to, you know, as you, you grow in him, you're going to keep on learning how to pray and, you know, just, but, you know, as far as a Christian, that, that goes, needs to be the intro to the video right there. Right? <laughs> what you just said, well, this is the, that needs to be the intro to this whole podcast. Well, I just feel like if a Christian is a Christian, his, it's going to, I mean, you know, it, whenever you're saved, you're, you're going to have a desire to please God. You're going to have a desire to want to know God more. You're going to mm-hmm. have a desire to talk to God. You're going to have a desire to talk to God so that he can make you the man that he wants you to be. You're going to have all these desires that, that come to you. I just, you know, and, and I've learned more this week, you know, from reading that book and, you know, just scripture of, of constant prayer too. Just, just staying, you know, praying to God constantly. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that, and you know, it talks about in the Bible, you know, pray, stand up. They have people standing up when they're praying. They have people on their face when they're praying. They have people, 
Uh, there's all kind of laying down on their face when they're praying. Yeah. You don't have to close your eyes and have on you know bend over mm-hmm. with on your knees with your hands closed. You know, you, you can pray to God all day. You can pray to God. You know, and there's nothing wrong with all those little things. But a lot of times, I feel like, uh, you know, you're doing those things we to get show so off. Focus more. on the formalities of prayer. Yeah, than we you're losing all focus. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, uh, on on Brandon's on Brandon's topic of uh, you know just talking to God that He hears us. There's a Bible verse in that. Um, in uh, the book of First uh, John, uh, chapter five, verse fourteen, it says, uh, "And this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Mm-hmm. So according to His will, He's going to hear you. If you if you pray and you're talking to God, He hears us. He hears you, right? He hears you. And the more you talk." You know, the more he's gonna show you. So do you think according it, to his will? So do you think it, if I pray a prayer and it's not according to his will, does he still hear me? Yeah, I think he still hears. I you. think I think now he, the then why is it worded like that? Huh? Why is it worded like that? You, you see what I'm saying? Yes. It says like uh, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Because he knows your. I think. He, but what if it's not according to his will? It's not because I mean to. I think it's speaking in a perspective. I think it's speaking in a perspective of acknowledging so how many times have you had somebody tell you in your life there's a difference between hearing and listening mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah right. your prayer might not it like he's gonna hear your prayer but it might not be uh like a what is it like uh it might focal not, point yeah yeah i guess but just the <laughs> i'm well i mean like, i can't think of the word like it's like uh, the uh if it like is, we need a dictionary. Out, <laughs> we need a dictionary. Like I room. said, we're three ordinary dudes. None of us are called to. <laughs> we're just reading the Bible and trying to learn as we go. Okay, but, I see. What, I see what you're saying, though. I yeah. see what you're saying. So like, he's gonna hear it. Yeah. He just might not acknowledge it or yeah. say yes or and no it, or and maybe in, whatever. And in Colossians uh, chapter four, verse two, you know, it says, "Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving." So let's. Uh, I think those are two points we might need to touch on next time. Those are huge. points. Yeah, those are huge points. Those are huge points, and that we'll we'll dive into a little bit more with uh, prayer part two uh, next week. Next Keep week, on. more coffee to come. Bold and uncut coffee. Bold and uncut. <laughs> Dude, coffee. we should we should start making a coffee and call it bold and uncut. <laughs> can they can you can't even grow those things here? But we can and, probably and order like we, from somewhere. Here's we? the thing. This is what we could do. We could put in a package, and it could be ungrinded because like the beans shouldn't be cut. Bold and uncut <laughs> coffee. Hey, you know where I want to go? The Black Rifle something association coffee that's in Pigeon Forge. What's yeah. it called? Black Rifle no, something? Yeah. Black Rifle. Black Rifle. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's growing. They're trying to compete with Starbucks is what I heard. Well, for certain about, what do you mean in Pigeon Forge? It's in Pigeon Forge. Like one of them. I don't know if it's... Yeah, yeah, it's a store. You can buy the coffee. It's really expensive. <laughs> Probably horrible. <laughs> but it's... Uh, I, I don't know. We can go get some of those beans and grind it up. Oh, uh, bro. Our, we need to have a they segment. They might even sponsor we need, us. We need to have a segment on coffee. Like, what's good coffee and what's bad coffee? And I yeah. ain't talking about flavor. I'm talking about good Q&A. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Men, so we're Stay tuned next coffee. time, Bold and Uncut, <laughs> the podcast, not the coffee. Well, yeah. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you tuning in for us on uh, on prayer. Uh, like we said, it's a very deep, uh, deep topic that you know has a lot of uh, bunny holes we could run down, and we want to cover all that. We don't want to do a disservice to such an important topic of prayer. And just bottom line, just keep praying. You'll, the more you pray, the more you'll grow in God. So Open yeah, up that combo. To yeah. So uh, uh, when you listen to this, uh, share it, hit the subscribe button for us. So because uh, that's all we want to do, we just want to share this word with people, and uh, and help and help spread the good word. Follow us on the gram.